0: Uh
1: I believe I believe I swear to God yes welcome back she had a great ass (laughs) Al Pacino it is just when I'm out they pulled me back in. You've been watching <laughs> the
0: Sopranos, Silvio
2: Dante. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, episode 232 of the Mixtape Ambassadors.
1: Welcome back, everybody. What's up, Jeff? Nothing, man. Just uh having a relaxing week. We put our house up for sale. It's up, it's up right now. Uh we had an open house. Had to get the dogs out of the house that whole day. So you were who let the dogs out. Oh my god. That's like the that reference was made so many times because we went to my aunt's house <laughs> and she has a uh a an African Grey, it's like a parrot, and but they talk, you know. And she teaches it all kinds of stuff. And one of the things she taught it was "Who let the dogs out?" No, she did yes. not. Yes, that's eerie. So you're that like
2: you, coming in.
0: It's like, "Who let the dogs out, bro? <laughs> who yeah. let
1: the
0: dogs out, bro?" And you're it, like, it, "Shut it, up!"
1: It goes bombs away, boop, and then it poops. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a talking pooper, dude. It it says like it says. uh Kyrie, what are you doing it says what are those um it like laughs it says i'm making turtle food it's all kinds of crazy stuff uh this is my brother daryl and my other brother daryl the bird says that yeah
2: dude look i think (laughs) i think we should we should record that and then and then we'll play a game like is it trump or a parrot Oh, yeah. Uh, or, or what did you said An, an you, you, African, African gray? An African gray. Yeah. You know, like,
1: I don't know. Trump or parrot. Trump or parrot. That's good. Put that one in the vault.
2: <laughs> dude, so we almost, there was some scary shit happened yesterday. I was on oh, the north yeah, side dude. of town, so I didn't I didn't hear or see this, but you you texted me and asked me if I had power, and I was like, I'm not even home. I'm all the way up on the north side. I had to show you the picture. So I'm sitting here
1: at my desk, and I just hear, like, a loud, like, bassy like an electric wire like you know i can hear electricity like yeah like mm-hmm. a, yeah, yeah. kind of um i guess it, it was like super loud and I, I my first thought was that it oh my ac unit which like is on that side of the house i thought oh shoot that thing's like getting fried right now and then so i went out to the living room and i looked straight across the street and there was this bright blue light and it was the power line and it was going down the power line i took a bunch of pictures i grabbed my phone i stared directly into it my eyes burned for like an hour later it was insane it was did amazing. it really yeah it totally did i was like staring at this fucking ultraviolet you could scroll around too you sent me one of these pictures yeah um and uh And so it like, what happened was like the telephone pole, like snapped in half, like in the middle of it. And it was just like hanging there, but it like fell towards the radio tower that's right there. And it was just sitting there and it was just, and the, the, it like, it like fried, you know, that blue light and it went down the line. And then after a while, it like, after a minute, it like picked back up and started doing it again. And then like the, the, like one cop car showed up and a guy in a truck that probably went fuck and then today they're out there. work. They already got the pole fixed. It's already fixed? They got the pole. I figure that was probably the easy work, though. It oh, was cra- now I
2: can see where it's, like, falling down. Yeah, so the they pictures. got, like,
1: this crane, and it just, like, picked up the pole, and it, like, set it back down. And then I think they just, like, pounded it back in. Dude. Um, but, like, they're still out there earlier, a uh, bunch of electricians. I'm sure there's all kinds of blown fuses and what have you
2: well i got lucky because like when i when i came home this morning after the gym uh, i was like all right let me uh let me see if my wi-fi kicks on when i pull into the driveway if it Mm -hmm. does i have power okay and it it wasn't at first i was like fuck and then as i started walking a little bit close to the door then all of a sudden it, it picked up the network and i was like okay good uh, so I checked all the lights, everything. I went mm-hmm. and checked my freezer; like nothing seemed the like The clocks it was... didn't
1: reset on the microwave or anything.
2: I didn't even look at that. Oh shit! Yeah, it might have went out, but like I, don't know, I guess everything. That's like
1: how you, that's how like you come home and you're like power's on, but all of the clocks are blinking twelve. Son of a bitch! What got, got me?
2: What is going on? Foiled here? again. I would have gotten away with it too. I don't know. In a world <laughs> where the power line goes down, one man. Here to save Tucson, Jason Statham in the Electrician.
0: There it is. <laughs> I'm coming to save
2: your power. All right, it's good. gonna be good.
1: I'll get you, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Okay, so I this is this is we had a lot of gap in between episodes, so I got a lot of stuff. The first thing is our boy Kanye. Did you Ye? hear? Yay!
2: Yay! Ye? Ye? I don't know.
1: Ye-, ye or Ye? ye, yay. Um, Yin Yang twin? Well, he got a new grill.
2: Did you see it? Uh, no. I briefly, I think, heard... Now, 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 correct me if maybe this was a joke and they messed it up. Did he rip all of his teeth out to install d- this grill?
1: I think he did, dude. It's just like... A, and it's like flat. It's like metal. I'm pulling up the picture right now to show you, but it's like... It, it says it's modeled after a James Bond spy.
2: Yeah. You you never saw Iron Jaw? Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, I played 007. Look at that. It's like one solid metal piece across. But
2: then it's got like two like Yeah, it has like fangs, a line in it or like something. Like fangs, like towards like on one it side. It looks like
1: that. foil just folded over his teeth. Are we sure this isn't foil? We're not sure. With ye you never know. Okay, let's see here. So um, uh, Connolly. oh wait, here we go. Kanye West is trading rap for heavy metal. (laughs) The 46-year-old rapper turned heads when he took to his Instagram story Wednesday to show off new metallic teeth, which the Daily Mail is reporting to be worth a hefty $850,000. In a second post, West compared his new look to the James Bond villain Jaws, who had a mouth of metal. The villain appeared... a. Uh, let's see. West's teeth were fully removed and replaced with custom made titanium teeth by the self proclaimed father of diamond dentistry, Dr. Thomas Connolly, and cosmetic dentist Naoki Hayashi. However, Connolly denied West's natural teeth had been removed. He did not have his teeth removed. He still has a full dentition, ha- healthy and happy. Okay, now I don't know what's true anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah I- there he is. Look, there's Jaws. Who wore it better?
2: Oh, Jaws did. Yeah, dude. Definitely. Guy looks like he's ready to fuck. (laughs) Yeah, with that fucking 70s haircut he had rocking there in in that movie. That was a 70s movie, I think. Oh, look it. Yee was a pleasure to work with
1: every step of the process. He gushed his vision for design. Unique art transcends the dental
2: progression. Look. Boys and girls. Children. Mm -hmm. Their teeth. Okay, now they can get punched out. You want to wear a grill like Paul, like my boy Paul Wall. Mm-hmm. Paul Wall is the man, all right? He was the inventor of the grill, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know who was the first person. A pimp is a pimp is a pimp. Uh, but Paul Wall, the people's champ, if you want to, he was w- a dentist, right? I don't know. But I remember hearing that he was he a dentist. Had diamonds in the grill. He
1: designed grills for a lot of like famous rappers. rappers.
2: Yeah, yeah. He was that's what I was saying. Like Paul Wall was like the innovator. He was the godfather of the grill. Mm-hmm. Um but T- that- just the titanium grill is like a step back. I feel like it
1: is. Yeah, we've come so far, kind I was like,
2: Doug, it was it was cooler. Like uh it kind of reminds me, now, because this titanium is a lot better. Look, I went okay, to the swap right. I went to the swap meet once and I bought a grill from the swap meet. Of course you did. And <laughs> it had uh like fake diamonds and a uh it in the shape of the superman symbol on the front. Uh but yeah, I ha- I had a grill. Every day. Yeah. It was back when I worked back it was back when I was a manager at uh fucking Whataburger. and my uh one of my assistant managers, I was an assistant too, but my co-assistant manager uh, Stanley, mm-hmm. like he went and bought a grill. So like me and him oh, we no. fucking we were both over there like what's up fam? Like what's happening? Like Yeah, (laughs) I kind of felt a little like, "Eh." but like, this is also the guy that like, we used to like, I don't know if you've ever fucked with like coworkers when they're trying to like take an order at a table, but yeah, you pull their apron string. So it falls off something. Yeah. yeah, You know, but like we used to have what we'd call uh, squirrel battles. Oh, what's a squirrel battle? So, like, you'd be at the computer, like, "Hi, welcome to Waterburger. What can I get you?" And you're like trying to ring in people's order, and then you'd get flanked by two other coworkers, mm-hmm. and then on you, each side, on each come side, breaking in in a the, V formation. It, oh, dude, uh, mighty ducks. Yeah, flying <laughs> V. So we'd come in this way, and then all of a sudden, you just go on either side, and you just you put your hands up in front of your face and go. And just, like, try to get the person to, Damn. like, laugh and break fucking, like, customer service face. You know? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. You know? And so, like, that was the whole thing. Like, and, and people would be like, what the fuck is going on? Look, when you work in fast food, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It sucks. It double sucks. Any job sucks, really. That's uh, fair. That's fair. <laughs> like... You got to
1: have your version of I chipmunk. Feel,
2: I feel like porn stars might be the only people. And, like, do they get tired of fucking? They're probably like, ah, oh, Great. I got to do another fucking gang bang again. scene. Oh, geez. God. This is going to be a great day. Fuck. Yeah. I got to work with Sue. You know, I got to work with Tom. And I ate Thai food last night.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: supposed know. to give Tom a rim job, and he likes Thai food. Oh, I'm not yeah. liking this one. The, oh, the, the,
1: the, the vanilla cream. Oh, the fish. What? Was, <laughs> what? <laughs> remember when they did. Uh, they did human centipede on on South Park and
2: like I kind of do but like, I you want the vanilla don't. paste or the ro- or the some of some fish I don't oh, know Oh ho ho, ho. <laughs> Oh that oh god that just turned my stomach right now Oh yeah Ooh. and uh but I look I think like Kanye is just like he's going to run out of shit eventually mm-hmm. like what like what crazy shit is he going to do next week to like Oh one I heard
1: this? I just this is very recent. I don't know any of the validity to this, but he he made like a 40 minute long apology video about to Jews. No, Do I need to look this I, up? I, Cause I don't I, believe I, that. I just heard I it. Don't believe And I don't know. I like thought I might have heard it wrong. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Let's see here. Kanye West
2: video apology. See what that's probably the only one he's ever made in his life. <laughs> so issues of
1: apology to the Jewish community. That was two weeks ago. We want Kanye West filmed four minute. Oh, TMZ to the uh, rescue! Oh, thanks, fucking rescue. You know we
2: had you guys get, show us that Ian Zeering fight from several angles. Mm-hmm. Okay, filmed forty
1: minute apology video set to drop ahead of album Vultures. That's his new album, by the way. If anyone cares, our now nobody cares. Uh, he's already tried apology. Let's see, but it seems he feels he didn't stick the landing because he recently did another one, which was much longer,
2: uh, lengthy video, forty minutes. Like, does the- anybody believe him anymore? You know, like the level of shit that he is in hatred and anti-Semitism that that guy has spewed from saying he liked Hitler, he liked the Nazis. To fucking saying the Zionists control everything, like he has made so many horrible statements about Jewish people. Not Hitler, you are not a
0: Nazi, you don't deserve to be called demonized. Well, i I see i I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew, I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love. Um, Showing
2: American history, I you know, the
0: Jews.
1: Yeah, yeah okay. Anyways, good old. Yeah, that was a classic, dude. I, I watched that. That uh, he did. Alex Jones did this like political, like three on three or something with uh, this guy named Destiny, and that guy was destroying him. Do you destroying know who? Do you know who him?
2: Destiny is? No. So Destiny. Um, He's been on. You've talked about a lot of the people whose shows he's been on, or mm-hmm. at least they talked about. Like yeah, per- he, he's, he's like He's, right he's, along he's been on Pearly things. Yeah. Um. He's been on a lot of the Red Pill shows. He basically like is famous for like basically like him and his girl. Like it's closed on his end, open on her end, so she's allowed to like hook Destiny? up with whatever. Yeah. He's got the blue no, that's hair. That's Adam Twenty Two, right? No, 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 no. It's Destiny, the mm-hmm. dude with the blue hair. Yeah. Uh, but now so he's, he's now he's, he's a cuckold. Now he's diverging and hitting more political stuff. And I have seen some of his that's political hilarious. videos. And he it wasn't working for him. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. He was getting ripped mercilessly he had for shift like,
1: gears, go a different which, direction. Which,
2: like, look, if that's your thing,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, I'm not in your relationship. There's only fans like, for that. I don't care, mm. you know. But like. I, like he was kind of like advocating everybody should just like live like this and it's just like nah. he you know like, i guess not really, for me
1: i never really even heard of him before this thing but he but he checked he's, like all the political boxes like you know oh dude he's he- and he- alex jones was just like no you and he was like no you and alex jones was like no you No, seriously,
2: Uh, you don't know what you are talking about. You got blue hair. The dye is a he he
1: did. He pulled out the blue hair comment, and he also like Alex Jones would just like yell over everybody. You don't
2: fucking know what's going on.
1: Oh, look, it's the deep state. He's like, I am trying to talk. It's the deep state coming to get me. Okay, I am going to go to the bathroom. Everyone, you got five minutes.
2: Uh Destiny, I have seen him. He brings on a lot of like uh right wing uh people onto his platform mm. and debates them on TikTok. Like I have never sat down and actually watched one of his full like shows. Yeah. Um but neither. I just it was But yeah, one that's thing. crazy that he was on there though, because yeah, he like I in, don't know I didn't know any of the in, other people. In the few oh. videos that I have seen, like he seemed to have a pretty good understanding. Of what, you know, the, politi- like he had, he, he
1: had a way with his words.
2: Yes. He was very good at articulating his points and mm-hmm. seemed like, you know, uh, you know, and he had a lot of, he, he's used to Alex, like not necessarily Alex Jones, but people like him shouting over him. Like mm-hmm. I was playing, he's just like, look, you're losing the argument when you can't just have a talk with me yeah. and you have to shout over me because you know that you're wrong. And just because you're louder doesn't mean your facts are correct. Like let's look at the facts. Like you guys always say facts over feelings. Well, here's the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That, that, that would have been interesting to have seen. It was seen. like three
1: hours. It was yeah, a, lo- see, it was a too, lot. It was a lot of Alex Jones yelling over everyone. I
2: can't. I can't. I can't
1: I I, I, I? I had it on in the background while I was painting the room. And that, I just. Yeah. Okay. So it like it passed the time because it was such a long video and I was in there all day. So that was like one of the videos that went across the stream that day. <laughs> <clears throat> wow, but that's one you could
2: just listen to, but anyways, uh, um, I think we need a theme song for this next guy okay, we just it's, it's 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 almost synonymous when you talk about this man, you can't you can't encapsulate. I was just talking to somebody about this actually yesterday we were talking about this man and how much like he he just gripped a, a sports entertainment mm-hmm. and how he his name is Sonamis. You can hear this theme song when it hits. This is, this is, you already know. Mm. This is not what it sounds nice like. Nice lead in. Rick Springfield, or not Springfield, it's Rick uh, something. Derringer. Yeah, because I listen to this when I work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. We're coming down at you, Hulkamania style. So what you gonna do, Iron Sheik, when the power of Hulkamania run in the 24-inch pythons runs wild
0: on you? Mm.
2: Hulk Hogan, you got Hogan's name up here. Hogan's name was in the news. What happened with Hulkster? So
1: somebody then you
2: hurt my pride. I gotta take a man. I can't let it slide.
1: I'm trying to find the damn article. Um, It was like
3: he.
1: I put everything out of order. It was on me. Okay, Hulk Hogan Hogan to the rescue. Helps team whose car flipped on highway. No, he flipped the car back. That was the top comment when I was reading (laughs) that. Tell me he did it. They were like, I was just reading the story to see if he flipped the car back over. No, he just stood there with them. He just was like, I got you.
2: Oh, wait, dude. And he's wearing the NWO t-shirt. Hollywood Hogan (laughs) style. Look, he's out of the ring. He hasn't been wrestling for years. T-shirt sales
1: went up, dude. Dude, This was a fucking marketing genius move. Okay, let's see here.
3: Uh,
1: Last night after they left, this is what his wife posted in uh, Twitter. Uh, Last night, after we left dinner in Tampa, we saw a car flip in front of us. I truly admire my husband at Hulk Hogan, they added him, and our good buddy Jekoresk for springing into action, puncturing the girl's airbag, and getting her quickly out of the car. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just really rattled which is an absolute miracle. There he is. Look
2: at the Hulkster. Look at him. There. He's a oh, modern a- day superhero. Oh damn, look at that car got fucked. That car is up upside, upside down, upside and, down and not doing good. So he punctured the airbag, they got her out, and then they waited for paramedics. Which it can be a dangerous move to pull somebody out of a car after they've been in that side of accident, but you know, Hulk is also certified as a hero. So Yeah,
1: dude, if anyone's qualified
2: to do this, it's him. Stab the airbag, pull her out, get it going. They said a car
1: erratically swerved across the lanes to catch an exit. It was about to miss, and in the process, clipped another car, which flipped and tumbled.
2: I remember when Hogan picked up and body slammed Andre the Giant. Like that oh, was yeah, like dude. that was the thing. I just recently watched a documentary about uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, and how Piper was super disrespected. And like everybody was like, you're not big enough to be a professional wrestler. And like him and Hogan would have battles. Like they were like Roddy Piper, dude, fight me on this. He was maybe the best heel to ever do it. Um, and, oh yeah, he was. And good. so Piper, when he was in the lower ring, the business is they wouldn't book him as a wrestler, but they would let they would let him. Do a talk show in which he would get the wrestlers on, and then he would talk smack to the wrestlers and end up Piper's slapping them. Well, but the, that became later on, but like you know, mm. when he was in the lower ranks, and then it became Piper's Pit. Uh, and if you got on there, and that's how he, he started in the WWE, too. But anyway, like him and Hulk Hogan used to have all these battles. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, I think is his name. Yeah, uh, you know, he had when, a
1: show in the 2000s, Hogan his, knows best. Yeah.
2: When Hogan is not being a racist and banging his friend's wife on camera, dropping the hard R, he is a real American hero. Uh, he fought the Iron Sheikh. He fought, uh, he fought, uh, when the, then the Iron Sheikh, uh, them, then it was the Iraqi, P, you know, guys during the 92 fucking things. And then he was, <laughs> you know, going against them. It was like they just kept going and going. And he fought, uh, the Russian, why can't I think of his name now? Uh, nikita volkov i think was his name Hmm. um but yeah dude the hulkster come through again with his nwo t-shirt even as the bad hogan he was still there to save lives good old hogan we love him i didn't didn't he uh sue gawker into oblivion yeah they did they they no longer think and it was after that sex tape got million then he was on tape dropping n-bombs well, that's what they that's what they they released, and that's when he sued them. Oh, yeah. That's what shut it down was that, that sex tape that he was part mm-hmm. of when he was a Bubba the Love Sponge, which that just sounds like a bad name. Yeah. It sounds horrible. He always had crutches. Bubba the Love Sponge? Yeah.
1: Did he? Yeah. When he was on the show. He had, like, this mean, like, mullet. It was, like, bleach blonde mullet. <laughs> oh, my
2: goodness. I, I, I didn't... Look, this is just kind of off the cuff swinging it in here. Uh, I have not seen it, but apparently Dave Chappelle was on stage and he was talking shit about Cat Williams, I guess. Oh, yeah? Um, Chappelle basically was pissed off saying that, you know, it's pretty pathetic that he's only going after black comedians and he left white comedians alone. Like, why are you attacking your own people kind of thing? And to that, I would say, like, he probably was attacking the people in which he did business with. That Cat William, yeah. Uh, you that, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
1: this is his work, work buddies. Like you know, these he are didn't people, work with any of those other guys.
2: You know, but I don't know. Um, Cat's been everywhere now. Yeah, like, dude. Mike, that Epp, really... Mike Epps has been coming out trying to talk shit. Um, Chris Tucker responded, but I didn't watch his video. But Chris Tucker responded, I guess, to everything that, that Cat was saying. Because Kat was saying that Chris Tucker was on Epstein's plane, so I don't know if Tucker confirmed or denied
1: that. Chris Tucker was like, wasn't he like somewhere hanging around?
2: I don't know, but that's what Kat said.
0: Here, I found it. But not about anything that you did to him. If I told my story, it would break your heart. I lost everything and everything ever told on anybody
2: i mean okay i don't know he never told on anybody okay good for you dave chappelle way to way to have the moral high
1: ground not really (laughs) yeah but yeah dude cat doing that it it it's ruffled a lot of feathers it had to be true because of all the bullshit that
2: uh, yeah i feel like i feel like i feel like people would have just like Laughed it off if it was yeah, like all some bullshit. of the other
1: dumb Cat Williams shit. Remember he got his ass kicked by like an eighth year, old, eighth, eighth grader or something. Supposedly, yeah. You know, like, and so, then yeah, we've seen the video and I don't, know. dude. Like, like he seemed down bad, but like in this other video he seemed fine. He seemed like he was
2: uh, in full control a of of his faculties, and he and he was showing them all too. <laughs> yeah, I seen
0: them. I seen them. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah. Well, your boy Gary Busey's in the news again, Utah. Give me two. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Pappas. I was busting criminals while you were still popping zits on your fucking face. Oh, man. Gary oh, yeah. Buse. He Abusal. was in uh, uh, Lethal under, siege. Lethal we- under Siege. Lethal Weapon. Under Siege. But when he dressed up as a woman, he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and he eats like raw meat.
1: I thought that was so weird. <laughs> ah,
2: yeah, fucking, and then he was uh, Mr. Joshua in uh, Lethal Weapon 1. Oh, yeah. Mel Gibson. God, he's It's dead. good. I'm a corpse. They think I'm dead. We got this, uh, <laughs> fucking Gary Busey. You're not listening to me. The shipment. Tell me about the shipment. Uh, okay, so anyway, so I abuse. didn't tell
1: you why he's in the news.
2: No, you didn't. Uh, the last time, the last okay, the last Gary Busey update you gave me mm-hmm. was when he was a judge. It was a pet judge. Oh yeah, on Animal Planet. Yeah, Gary Busey, the pet judge.
1: I don't know if he's still doing that, but you know what he is doing? Peeing in public.
2: He whips it out in public.
1: <laughs> yep. TMZ. You glorious good old Busey. Best. still got it, man. That guy's great. Uh, let's see. He has he has that dog in him, as in he's pissing in public without a care in the world. The the veteran eccentric actor was spotted pulling down his sweatpants and relieving himself Thursday out in Malibu, urinating in a bush along a wall near a newsstand and certainly not trying to keep it low key. Unclear where exactly at. He looks a lot. He looks like a lot of some sort. I don't know. Look at, oh man, he looks like a homeless guy.
2: Hey guys, I'm crazy. Dude, he's wearing like, yeah, he looks like, because his outfit is like, okay, these are the six clothes at the at the homeless shelter <laughs> that I could put together and make an outfit. It's like, it's
1: laundry day. Every day is laundry day. The PP scene around the world.
2: <laughs> um, Gary Busey, I think, we've talked about this before. Like, Head trauma is a motherfucker. And that accident, that motorcycle accident he got into really fucked his life up, man. And he was able to keep it together for a bit and then the wheels just fell off the wagon. You remember what was that uh What was that?
1: Oh, was he got accused of a hit and run in September? He I did? vaguely remember like I don't remember that. At least reading that, yeah. Dude, on camera too and he just drove away. What was that show that he had? It was like Me and Gary Busey or something with Busey, Busey and you? me or yeah. What was it? Being Busey? Being Busey was it? <laughs> I remember though There was a guy And there was just some like dude Who
2: just followed him around him. Yeah. And hung out with him And it was like Yeah it was crazy and it, was, it was just like The weirdest goddamn shit He was like aliens Ah I love them Like dude you, uh, Gary Busey would be An excellent guest On Alex Jones podcast That's what I want to yeah. see Yeah Come uh, on Alex Him and Nick Nolte
0: uh, Well you know I get fucking tired Of every goddamn time People see me in public They think I'm Gary Fucking Busey I was an alcoholic.
2: He's a fucking crackhead. There's a two-step process, and it's fucking different.
1: Nailed it. Um, okay, this next bit is about this guy, Uncle Laser, and you hadn't heard of Uncle Laser, have you? I don't know who this, Uncle this Laser. is. Who
2: he is, right here? Uh, okay, guy. now hold on. Okay, so, so he kind of, if I, if I, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um he looks like he's wearing a s- cut-off stone cold Steve Austin shirt. Got to have the cut-off sleeves. He's got looks like a mullet. Oh yeah. He kind okay, so he looks like look at this picture. He looks like the guy Jackson in uh, Bloodsport. Oh yeah, he does. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, and, and booger. <laughs> nerd. Uh and then um or he not does booger. Like, yeah. uh, but he looks like uh, whatever that belch <laughs> ogre. Ogre, ogre, yeah. Okay, so he looks like <laughs> him. He's got he's got he's got a fuck ton of like tattoos. He looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter doing stand up. He and looks he,
1: like if Dog the Bounty Hunter just didn't do as much meth.
2: Yeah, like he stopped at a healthy dose. Uh, but you're saying this guy's a stand up now? Yeah. So he's he's on
1: Kill Tony. He got pulled up, and he's like he's a big character. Like he like he's one of those like comedians who, throughout like the interview. He's like funny just with everything that he says, kind of thing. But. That may be, because he's recently been accused of stealing jokes. Let's check it out.
2: Looks like Bill Burr right there. Uh, it's on mute. Yep. And let me tell you what, if he tried to steal a Billy Burr joke, he's going to get found out real quick. Shit.
1: Yeah, and like, I just saw this episode. This episode was like not that old. I hate that it just automatically mutes it. Uh, Uncle Laser, I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't watch a lot of Kill Tony, so
2: that's probably why. So steals jokes. All right. I don't know why it's not like
1: you're some guy who would never hit a woman. You know, (laughs) would never hit a woman. You can't hit women. You can't. You honestly cannot. You ever see how they fall? They fall like toddlers.
2: You know, (laughs) it's like they never fell in their life. They never put their hands out. It's 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 just it's horrific to watch. You you can't hit them right relax
0: right but domestic violence is a weird thing look I Uncle know look Laser. I look like I hit women but I don't you can't hit them they fall weird <laughs>
2: <laughs> they fall like newborn deer you know what I'm saying and there's no winner for them. A- what do you think
1: it's a tough one
2: <sighs> so I want to give them a pass.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I do, because Bill Burr's comparing them to toddlers. Mm-hmm. He's comparing them to newborn deer. Change the punchline. That's a little different. Yeah, but the premise the is setup. you can't hit women because they fall weird. Yeah. That is a dead ringer, and that's exactly the same premise. Mm -hmm. Like, basically, if Bill Burr in his joke was like, you can't hit women, you know? They fall all weird, they're like a toddler, or they're like a newborn deer, like, that would fit Mm -hmm. exactly in that bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um.
1: But they also both had a follow up of something that you would visualize as like a stumbling thing so that the concept is the same. The example
2: is different. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. It's 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 tough. Uh, I like I said, I want to what what I what, here's what I want to know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Has Bill Burr said anything? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I
1: thought. I was because like, I feel like we
2: need I to hear what like Bill Burr... feel like fucking Bill
1: Burr would be like, this
2: fucking clown. He's
1: been on this podcast plenty of times, actually.
2: So, so I mean, if Billy doesn't have a problem with it, it's Bill's joke. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous. Let's put it this way. It's dangerously close. It's, it's honestly the reason that I haven't seen Chappelle's new stand-up. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason I haven't watched... Even though I love Ricky Gervais, I haven't watched his new stand-up special. Right. I kind of stopped watching comedy. Because you don't want to just inadvertently... I don't want to inadvertently take a premise from somebody and then, yeah, branch off on it, kind of put my own spin on it, but Mm -hmm. I don't want that.
1: You don't want to get it traced back to...
2: Because I don't want to do that. Well, yeah, but 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 you you
1: could subconsciously do it and not realize it. Or you could be up on stage stumbling... And the only thing your brain goes to
2: is, like, that joke, so you tell it. I've never told someone's complete joke before, Mm -hmm. but in the heat of a moment with something that was kind of, like, similar... I may have like, you know, when I was like stumbling up on stage, like slid a line in and like after I said it, I was like, oh, fuck, like that's their I didn't thing. mean to say that. Like yeah. I was trying to go a different route. Uh, that's different you know? than
1: going on tour with that joke, though.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this was at an open mic show. This has mm-hmm. not been at at any paid gigs even, you know. Um, um, but you wouldn't do it on like a
1: streamed no. podcast show no. with with Bill Burr, like who is probably one of the top comedians, who I feel like if you steal one of his jokes,
2: people are going to know. Absolutely. You know? Um, I mean, that's why Robin Williams, like, he had jokes, joke thief down to an art. Mm -hmm. Robin Williams would go to open mic shows and steal open micers jokes and Mm -hmm. then just polish certain things up and steal your best bits. Uh Like, but nobody knew who you were because you were an open micer. Mm -hmm. Robin didn't go and steal fucking George Carlin's joke And then make it his own because George would have called him out on it. People would have called him on it. He went to the lowest hanging fruit, people who didn't have an ability to fight back. And that's honestly the one... When I I had learned about that, that was one of the saddest things to me because I really liked Robin Williams. And Mm -hmm. I don't feel like he needed to do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like his character... Uh-huh. his voices, all of that stuff was enough he to had stand the talent. on. He like, didn't need to some, do that.
1: Someone couldn't steal his jokes and do those characters. Like he, like he was his own. It he was, was, like was a, his own. It was um, like in a, it was like a, a
2: dinner and a movie, you know? I, I wanted to get your kind of time, ta- your, your thoughts on this. Okay. So, <sighs> Somebody that I know posted a thing about comedy diversity and said, oh, yeah, there's diversity in comedy. And it looked like it was a dinner between Mm -hmm. friends. Adam Sandler was there. Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey was there. You saw that that post. That was Jim Carrey's birthday? Was it Jim Carrey's birthday? I think so.
1: Yeah. And it had, dude, it had the fucking guy that, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec was over there. I was like, no way. How'd he sneak in? But yeah, I had like Seth Green, um Bill Burr uh, David Spade was like in the back. Yeah. Adam Sandler.
2: But yeah. somebody was like, "Oh yeah, this is diversity in comedy." And I'm like, "This wasn't a lineup. Like this wasn't a fucking Isn't he Canadian? Yeah, but he's white. Okay. That's the point. That's the Uh point of the post that I saw that someone was trying to demean the fact was that they were all white males in this photo, Uh but there was one token black guy, so that's why they thought it was cool. Wait, who was the token black guy? I don't remember. Was it It, Chris Rock? No, I think no who I think you know who I think it was was um, Craig Robinson. Oh yeah, Craig was in
1: there. Guess what? I feel like if he's your one black friend, like you're it's okay. Well, but
2: my whole thing was is like this wasn't a show. Yeah. This was a fucking birthday party mm-hmm. with a bunch of people who would There's also together. no women either. Yeah, see and that was the thing. So no minorities, no women, so haha. Maybe it was just a them. bunch of guys that got together. It was a, a fellas
1: bur- night a, birthday. Like a bunch badge. of super famous people that probably never are able to get together. Got together. You're like, oh, there's not enough there's not enough ratio for you guys.
2: And I'm just like, come on,
1: man. So that was someone posted that? Like that was their comment, or was that like embedded into the thing?
2: No, that was their like whole oh, premise no. was posting that photo and being like, Yeah, diversity and comedy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I think if that's yeah,
1: it's not a comedy show.
2: It's not a comedy it's show. It's
1: that some guy's birthday party. You know, I'm sure there's probably fifty other people behind the camera. They just said, oh, Okay, all the famous people get in, you know. But um I think if that's what you take away from that that you have like overcorrected your your message, and you've gone too far. And I think that's possible. I think people do that when you cannot. See, then all you see is like a cultural a slight- divor- div- diversity in everything that you see and everything that you look at. You just pick the negative, you know, aspect of whatever. It's called your
2: confirmation mind- bias.
1: Confirmation bias is like when you hang out with people who think the same as you. And they make you think it harder. Yes. Yeah. So if you're you, looking for somebody to tell you, you're you right. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. They're looking for confirmation by somebody. Right, guys, right? It's like Am no, I right? Like and, I feel like you could have uh, said, Hey, what a what a bunch of uh amazing talent in one room, right, guys? And you would have got more interaction. Maybe you get less interaction and the negativity actually gets more.
2: I kind of feel like that's gotta be the angle. Yeah, that's a I thing. don't and, and, and I and like I like I said, I won't put this person's name on blast. I like this person. Faux anger. But They are somebody who posts this kind of stuff very frequently and very often. And I'm like... Well, they suck. I'm like, come on, man. It was a guy's birthday party. It wasn't a fucking show. Like it wasn't like, hey, this is the all white lineup because there was also like forty fucking people in that photo. Yeah, like I'm like these were f- like. like buddies I'm more surprised out. you
1: got this many different famous
2: people in one picture than the diversity thing. Like, yeah, I was like, okay, I don't know. It was just something that I saw and I was just kind of like, really like. Uh. But Uncle Laser, uh, I would say be careful, big dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you're you're on kill Tony. You're doing you're you're killing the game. You're doing better yeah, than he's, I am. He's
1: going on tour with those guys. Good
2: for you. He, but, um, but also kill Tony. Like, I know you like to go. I'm gonna pick the renegades and the people. Blah blah. blah. Look, Tony, mm-hmm. don't put people on that are gonna steal that, especially from Bill Burr, dude. You know
1: what I think Tony's trying to do, and this is just from watching the show and listening to like how he blows up um, the comedy store and Mitzi Shore and everything. Polly Shore's mom, she owned the comedy store. Um, she was like i think in like the 70s and the 80s she was like the dawn of the comedy scene she'd be like you're gonna you're gonna make it and then uh, someone else she'd be like you're not gonna make it and if you weren't chosen you didn't get that bump you know which was huge back then because she was like pivotal in that scene
2: well the comedy store is like mecca yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, she
2: would pick if you got to perform there
1: all all the best comedians performed at the comedy store back in the day um but now like that Joe Rogan moved to Texas and then uh, Tony Hinchcliffe and Red Band moved to Texas and they're trying to get all these comedians to move to Texas to make that be the comedy mecca. And um, I think he's trying to take that role that Mitzi Shore had and pick people like you are going to be amazing. You're going to be amazing. But the thing is the guys that he picks are really good. I was watching the one today and he had this guy on. He's like, he's not out of the bucket. He's just going to riff for whatever he wants. And he was really good. And, um, and I'm like, okay, so he picked all of these guys, you know, he has his regulars, William Montgomery, um, freaking, uh, the other guys, Hans Kim, um, and they all tour with Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle and all those guys. They're all they all open for him, you know, and they're all the guys he picked. And so it's like this, like he's trying to be the dawn of comedy and be like, you are you're going to be big. Come hang out with me. You're going to start doing shows. And
2: then they like make it. What I will say. Hmm. Thank you, Tony, for giving people an opportunity my buddy Ollie Moose has been on the show. Oh, yeah, I've he seen got him. him he got times. him to move to Austin, and he's, doing, he's killing the game out there. So, Kill Tony is a comedy podcast. For, for, people for I don't that, know. that, thank you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: However, not my cup of tea. Like yeah. I've told you before on this podcast, Jerry Seinfeld to me, mm-hmm. some people consider him one of the goats, like the Mount Rushmore of comedians. Mm-hmm. I don't find him funny. I really don't think Tony Hinchcliffe. I think if I think if Tony Hinchcliffe had never met Joe Rogan, Tony Hinchcliffe would be in fucking Omaha, Nebraska somewhere. Yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe sucked Joe Rogan off and and, and rode that rocket. Well, and Red now, Band and I, did
1: Rogan's podcast when he started. Right. And then and that's how Red Band. And, and then got Red famous. Band's like, oh, let's do a podcast with Tony. And I think like that connection.
2: And guess what? I, no sour grapes. They've got their thing, and they are killing the game. Congratulations! Just like Jerry Seinfeld, will, has he has dropped more money out of his pocket than I'll probably ever, you know, attain. He's mm-hmm. done more for in, in comedy that I probably ever will. So I don't want to come across as a guy who's like, ah, fucking sour grapes. Not at all. Congratulations, and I'm happy that he's boosting younger comics or people who are lesser known and making them something. I just don't find him to be funny so for him to be like the gatekeeper Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like you should actually be funny to most people i think Um, he's
1: he's one of the best roasters dude i mean him and jeff ross wrote like a lot of those jokes for a lot of those comedy central roasts and and, when he's in his element and he's on fire and he's roasting it's some of the best fucking shit
2: I just never have seen him do stand up and I was like, Man, oh, did you see that new Tony Hensh? I don't know about I a can't wait. I don't know about his I a can't wait. I know he does like, stand up, but you know, I,
1: I haven't really watched much of it. I've seen some of it, but I, I prefer the 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 live podcast. And I'm
2: sorry, bro. Anybody who puts Roseanne Ro, Roseanne on at this yeah. point in time, I, I got I I, I, I think he I can't I can't fucks with you. He just he just said on his podcast, or no, he
1: was on he went on Howie Mandel's uh, podcast and Howie went on his, and um, he was when he was on Howie's podcast, he was saying that um, like oh shit, what were we talking about? I lost my Roseanne train. Barr. Yeah, okay, Roseanne. Yeah, he said he was like Roseanne is hilarious when she's perfectly in her element, but when like the medication is all off balance, then it's not so not so great. And I can see that. I mean, he probably he loves her. He grew up with her. He 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 worships her. You know, I yeah, he might realize that she's fallen off, but I don't think he'll ever admit it.
2: I mean, dude, we watched that video of her mm-hmm. in Phoenix going fucking oh, yeah. nuts, nut nut bar sandwich. You know, like bullshit. And and guess what? I don't I care.
0: Got the- this has
2: <laughs> nothing to do with political views. This has to do with mental illness and batshit crazy. Yeah, and I just there, I don't there's know, man. not
1: a long line of celebrities lining up. I think to speak at these things, so they just kind of take whoever. Roseanne. Well,
2: like, I mean, Rob Schneider was also on. That's that, what I'm and what's the last thing that Rob Schneider's ever yeah. done.
1: No, you're right. And like all these comedians that that turn to like like conservative like politics, like uh,
2: their look, comedy like. S- immediately stops being funny. It's not being funny because it's more hateful than it is funny. Um, like, look, mm-hmm. here's a guy who is super conservative, okay, but has a good way of delivering it. And I actually, I've liked a lot of his stuff. Fucking Nick DiPaolo. I haven't seen any of his new shit, hey, yo, to Nick. be fair. But Nick DiPaolo was always a conservative. That's why they're like, oh, the conservatives are never allowed in comedy. Yes, they were.
1: Tony, Tony Hinchcliffe is like a conservative like too, I don't, I don't know if he really is, or if he does it as part of his shtick. But he's very pro Trump.
2: Uh, he had another strike I know, against Shatone. Know, know. I'm like, sorry, bro. Well, I look- but I, I, it's, it's so like, like hazy that
1: I'm like, I don't know if he really thinks that, if he's just saying that to rile up the crowd, you know, and get them, like. But then they're
2: in but Texas, so they yeah, like so it. yeah. I was like, or is he just sucking dick of whatever they it's want? to Appealing to, say, to all like- your
1: fans. Yeah, just just put it on OnlyFans. Do we even have an NFL game to report on? I know we didn't do any prep. Before. No, we don't need to do
2: any prep, baby, because there was NFL. We missed two weeks. All yeah. right, so okay. we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back in the wayback machine, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first game of the uh, scoreboards of the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking Cleveland Browns are gonna be that surprise upstart team. But yeah. you know what? Unfortunately for those motherfuckers, they, they ran into what is known as the proverbial buzzsaw in Wild Card Weekend, and they played the Houston Texans and their rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, fucking dropping dimes on these boys, 45-14. to 14. In probably the coldest goddamn game you could ever play in your life, the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. hosted the Miami Dolphins. It was negative five below. Fuck that. Negative five. It was five below zero. Bitch, felt cold. like 22 below. Here's what how cold it was. Patrick Mahomes got hit, and his helmet cracked. Oh, yeah. That's how cold it was. I saw that. Uh, his head coach... Big husky fella. If you've never seen Andy Reid, he knows his oh, way yeah. around a buffet. If he ever tells you a place is good to eat, you get your ass there because he knows good food. But Andy Reid had icicles in his mustache. 26-7. Oh, to seven, the, the, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, the Philadelphia Eagles showed up only in name only. 32-9. Mm. Baker Mayfield Oof. whooped him. But here's the thing. I watched that whole game. The Eagles... Baker would throw like a 5-yard or a 10-yard pass to a guy. Two Eagles would like dive at the guy, miss him completely, and the guy would run 50 yards for a touchdown. It was embarrassing.
3: Hmm.
2: The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers kind of hung around a little bit longer than I thought, but they went down 31-17 to 17 in Buffalo. Buffalo, the game was supposed to be on Sunday. They had to move it to Monday because there was a blizzard Sunday in Buffalo. This was a couple weeks ago. Uh, and uh, who was the
1: who was the team that played Peacock Monday?
2: That uh, oh Peacock was Saturday, and that was oh, the, the, that was the do- uh the, the Dolphins and the and the uh, Chiefs. That's why I didn't get to watch that game.
1: I heard that that was like the most streamed thing ever.
2: Yeah, and I heard that the fucking streaming couldn't handle it. That's oh, how I fucking bet. pathetic it was. Oh, um, NBC. then you got the Green Bay Packers going to Big Dallas. And laying an absolute hammer. Damn. 48 to 32 on the Dallas Cowboys. But the most important game of divisional wild or the, the wild card weekend. The Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Staff Stafford came back to Detroit, the team he played 12 years for, mm-hmm. left, won a Super Bowl with LA, and he was trying to dash the Lions playoff hopes. The Lions had not won a game since 1991. 1991. I, I was an 11-year-old boy with a dream. The last 91? time the Lions I was like won in that fourth game, fourth grade, dude. And uh, so that was the Wild Card Weekend which led to the games that happened this Saturday and Sunday. The team that had a bye was the Baltimore Ravens. They took on mm-hmm. the Houston Texans. The Ravens won 34-10. to Lamar Jackson went off. Great game. Mm-hmm. In a nail-biter, the other number one seed, the uh, San Francisco 40-winers, uh, barely eked by the dangerous Green Bay Packers, 24-21. to Buffalo, oh, poor Buffalo, they can do so good, but they can't ever get past Patrick Mahomes. This time, Not Mahomes, Mahomes boy, first road playoff game of his young career because he's always been playing at home. That's how good his team is. Really? Uh, he's never played an away game? Nope. I mean, Oops. he's he's played a neutral zone game in the Super Bowl, but he's always been at home for his, every what playoff he do game do for played. Oh, for playoffs. For playoffs. 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 With this team? Uh, so they played the Bills. It was a back-and-forth game. The Bills had a chance to tie it with a field goal. The kicker, as soon as it left his, his foot, it fucking ducked, hooked wide no, right, missed no. it, and the Chiefs won. Damn. So Taylor Swift is still alive in the playoffs, in yes. case anybody's wondering. sweet. So then, the game I went and watched yesterday, my Detroit Lions had to—they got to host a second playoff game. At home, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were coming in, and like I told my friend— the Lions are not the Eagles. They will show up. The Lions showed up big, 31-23, to 23, weighing two playoff games Damn. and going to the NFC Championship game for the first time yet again, as I said before, since 1991. You know what was big in 91? You know what? What are you going to do? Oh, shit. Nope, that was not it. That, that was <laughs> not big at 91.
1: It probably was, but... It might uh, have.
2: No, because that was like the
1: 80s, I think. No, like uh, Robin Hood. Remember Robin Hood?
2: This was the number one song yeah. in the land the last time the Lions won a playoff game. They should play this song in their parade. Did they get a parade? No, they don't get a parade unless they win the Super Bowl. Uh, they should. Look into my... Robin Hood. Brian Adams, Canadians. Golden Child. Canada. Canada. Uh, yeah, Brian Adams, dude. He had a lot of hits in the 80s. And uh, guess what? I looked up gas prices in 1991. National gas price average, $1.14 a gallon. The good old days, baby. Mm. And the uh, the president, you may ask, who was president running America the last time the Lions won a playoff game? It was John Connor. Nope, but that was the number one movie <laughs> in the land. T2. Judgment Day. Who was the president? Bush? George H.W. Bush. Not oh, even G.W. We were in the Gulf War. This is, we were in the Gulf War. We were fucking battling for oil. This was the Saddam, the first one we went in and whooped that ass. George H.W. Bush was president the last time the Lions won a playoff game. I tell you, the city of Detroit is losing its fucking mind. Dude, the, Skynet's going to come take over. The first... Uh, the, these last two playoff games, the Detroit broke the sound barrier of a stadium, like the record for how loud a stadium can get. They broke it. 3D, the Dudley boys? <laughs> um, so the Detroit Lions are now, uh, they fly out to San Francisco in the uh, <laughs> NFC game, uh, the NFC championship game to play the San Francisco 49ers. Nice. And oh, Niners, huh? the Kansas City Chiefs are flying to Baltimore to face the Ravens. The winner of these two games... Mm-hmm. will play in the Super Bowl. I am hoping for the first time in my entire life, I'm 43 years old, the Lions have never, ever, 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 never have I ever played in a Super Bowl. If they beat the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday, they yeah. will achieve a lifelong dream for me. And if they don't even win the Super Bowl, I will still count it because Hell it's yeah. the first damn time that my Lions have done it. They are embodying the city of Detroit. Their head coach is like... Man, he, I want to I put on fucking pads and go play. That's how pumped up I get when I hear this man and the post-game speeches he gives his team. Uh, I have a good feeling that my Lions are going to surprise some people this weekend, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to go to their first Super Bowl. Um, Damn, imagine. Dude, I don't even know what I'm going to do. This is like so crazy. I, the first game with the Rams, it was a one-point game. Uh, 24 to 23. I asked my family members if they had any heart medicine because I I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. It was uh, such a stressful game. Where and are you going to watch the game at? I am going to be watching it with my fantasy football league. Oh, yeah? With the boys nice. over at Barrio. Uh, Hell, yeah. Over at
1: Barrio uh, Brewery. I saw Josh looking for a, a, a spot. He
2: was. I was hoping for the place that I uh, just watched the games at yesterday. It's up on Iron and Oracle. It's a new place called Cold Beers and Burgers. Hmm. Uh... Amazing. Forty televisions. They played the sound. They had good drink specials, good, you know, good uh, food. Mm. Uh, I tried some uh, grilled drumettes. Oh, what's a drumette? Uh basically, you know how you get the flats and then the drumsticks? Yeah. They're all drums. Okay. Um and they put those on the grill. Fucking nice. delish.
1: Have you ever eaten at chow down pizza? Where's that at? It's up on the north side. Chow down? Yeah, like C A I O Chow. Oh, yeah.
2: I've never I looked, heard, even heard of
1: it. I, I I Googled, like, what was the best pizza place in town, and they said, a lot of people said that place.
2: I've never even fucking heard of it. Me
1: either. It's one one place up on the north side. I think that's like a, a brewery pizza place kind of thing. Supposedly it's supposed to be really good. I don't know. I, I, I wanted to go. I will eventually. Maybe that's where we'll go for dinner this week. We'll see. We're supposed to go out on Friday. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, this Sunday I will be glued to the television... And uh, so, yeah, all, all the listeners out there, root for the Lions, man. Look, the city of Detroit has been through enough. We need it. We need a fucking W here. We need a victory. Uh, San Francisco's got, uh, they're tied for the most Super Bowl wins ever. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You've had enough. You've had yeah. enough winning. You get it another year. Uh, this, this is the team of destiny right now. Fingers mm-hmm. um, Fingers crossed. The Lions are going to do it. Oh, I got a football theme thing Yeah, to that's what you. I was going to say. Gonna uh, this was about the, the, the cowgirls, I
1: think? Yeah, because the Cowboys didn't make it again.
2: Well, they they made the playoffs, but they fucking, that's why I said the Packers whooped that monkey ass. At one point, it was 42 to 24. Oof. Like, yeah, no good. it was a 24-point whooping. Since the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? When was the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? She asked him. Oh,
0: is that who
2: originally sings this song? Is that Billy uh, Billy Ocean? Billy Joel? Oh yeah. There's no
0: Dallas Cowboy fans inside. Are y'all still them boys after tonight? Green Bay destroyed you. No champion.
1: I <laughs> love this. Time. I watched it like five times, there. So dude.
0: much has happened since you won your last. Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott. Trash! <laughs> lost in the wild card. wrong Dag press prescott let down cd lamb he's the interception man and that's all that he's known for
2: mm. dude this guy is killing the yeah, game it was, it was good See, 48-32, they <laughs> let them score 16 unanswered points just to make it not fucking embarrassing. And it was still fucking embarrassing. But, um, so you may ask, wow, Leo, you just talked for like a while about how like, so long for the Lions. Like, why is it so funny when the Cowboys haven't done it for the longest time? Mm-hmm. Easy. Because Lions fans, For this is the first time we've had, we've puffed out our chest. This is the first time we've been like, this is us, baby. We got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas does it every season. Dallas football fans, you can attest. You wait on them all the time at your restaurant. They yeah. constantly it's just like, yeah, how about them Cowboys? We them boys. We them boys. We gonna whoop that ass. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. Uh, blah. fucking, I called it. My dad, was, my dad was questioning me. He thought I was insane. Before we watched the game, I told him, I was like, Green Bay is going to whoop that ass. And now, I did not proje- project it was going to be that much, but I go, Green Bay is going to win this game. My dad was like, you really think they have a chance? And I was like, Absolutely. fucking mm-hmm. lootly." My dad hates the Cowboys. Every time the Packers scored a touchdown, my dad was like, show Jerry Jones. Because he wanted to see him crying and getting all booty. Because Jerry Jones is the only owner who will do a press conference after every game. Really? Yes.
1: He also said that he would sell his soul to the devil just for another
2: championship. He already did. <laughs> but did he get it? Yeah, he's had championships. I
1: mean, he has,
2: but like... It was way back in the day, but you know what it was? Oh, it was when other this is guys... The payment. This was... So, Jimmy Johnson won him back-to-back Super Bowls, but everybody was giving Jimmy Johnson, rightfully so, the credit for building the... Uh, uh, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, uh, Emmitt Smith team, the trio, the triplets, building that squad, won two Super Bowls, and he got promptly fired after winning back-to-back Super Bowls because Jerry was pissed off that his coach was getting more credit than he was.
1: Really? Yeah. Damn.
2: And then, so then... Two years later, they won the Super Bowl again with a guy named Barry Switzer, who had all of Jerry, or Jimmy Johnson's players. So, Jimmy Johnson really should have gotten credit for three of those chips, because he built those fucking championship teams, and they have not done diddly shit since since. then. Well, you know what I've done? What have you done?
1: I signed up for Teemu. Is that, is that like a porn site, Teemu? Uh, it's a, no, that's a different site, um... Timu is this like like Chinese app that you could get stuff for super cheap And you order all this little Chinese app is it I mean yeah I'm sure they're like data mining my phone right now damn it Jeff but like you have to download the app to use it so I got this thing and it was like it was like get like like four free items or no no I'm sorry Uh, so like something popped on my phone or it was an ad or something and they fucking got me. And there was like a wheel and you spin it, right? And I spun and got like four free choices. And I was like, no way. And it's like bonus spin and it's like times three. And I was like, no. So I got like nine free things right off the bat. But you have to like pick them in 30 minutes, right? So what it was was like you had to spend like $40 and you got like another like, I don't know what it was, like $60. So I got like $100 worth of stuff for 40 bucks. And it was just like cheap little organization thing. There's a lot of Nintendo Switch video game stuff on there. Little plastic organizers for your house, uh, little tools, dumb, stupid shit. And like I picked the things and then I was like, okay, 40 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. And then it's like, well, you can get, if you spend another $60 right now, you can get $220 in coupons. And I was like, no way. So here I am thinking, 220 bucks. Shoot, I could go all kinds of stuff for that. All right, let's do it. So I signed. I did it. I picked them. And it was like gave you a timer. It was like a 30-minute timer. On the, and you're scrolling through all this shit that you don't want. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll take that. And then you finally get your things. And I was like, boom, okay, another 60 bucks, No problem. And then... Um, so now we're at 100 bucks. Yep. For $220 in coupons. So I was like thinking, oh, I'm going to get $220. No. No, that's in coupons, meaning if you spend $30, you get $10 off. If you spend $60, you get $30 off. If you spend 100 oh, you get like... Oh, they got yes, you. They fucking... Oh, so mad. Was off. Fuck. And then... Uh, but now I got a bunch of cool shit. But it hasn't come yet. It comes on like the end of the month. So it takes like two or three weeks to get here. Okay. So
2: what I'm going to need... First of all, that was... Uh, I just need to know how... It, like, I thought I
1: was winning the wheel
2: spins. I'm sure it was just a video what i want to know is do you like is this going to be like wish Mm -hmm. where like it's like hey get this you're like sweet and then like they're like yeah it's an organizer if you were a dwarf you know what i mean it's like super tiny and shit or it's all like fucked up like look let me know because Mm -hmm. every time i i I type something into google you know like i'm like hey i want to get like some sleeveless hoodies they're like guess who has that timu Oh yeah, team was there, and they're like, eh, "They're only five
1: dollars." I don't even know if they have everything. They just have a lot of stuff. And I'm
2: like, "What?" I'm like, "How the hell?" can oh, I... Oh, look, get-
1: they're giving me the option to do the spin again. Just yeah, I bet. Just exit out of that. Fucking bet. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to see the stuff I bought so I could show you. My oh, I got a bunch. Thirteen messages. Oh, uh... it's just bullshit. My orders. Okay, so I got. It's a shelf that like goes on the side of the like laundry machine. A little hook for the for the mixer. Oh, the thing you put your sodas in, it pushes them forward for the fridge. Oh, okay. I like those. Uh, this is some plastic. Org- I don't remember getting that. This is like a silicone thing you put in the sink and you rinse your, your uh, vegetables out over the sink. Got one of those. I got a scraper that scrapes stuff. I don't remember what do getting What scr- are you What are you scraping? I don't even know what how that got in... So, like, I don't remember these two things. Anyways. Any, well, you, you bought over. a lot in a, in a I, short Oh, period. the Nintendo Switch? Like, the the HD... You, you So you can dock it without it being in the dock? Got, like, three of those. Okay. Oh, I got a Nintendo 64 to HDMI converter that I'm sure probably doesn't work. But we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Uh, Let me
2: know about your Tmu uh-huh. haul. And I, I just want to know, like... Because... I've I've just been kind of nervous to order from them. Do you ever, like,
1: there's this guy on YouTube that does like I ordered this stuff from Timu, and then he like does a whole video. But he'll he'll get like a PS5 from Timu, and like half the time it's it's bogus. It's just the box, and there's like a brick inside of it. And this guy does these videos, and there's but he, I mean he he orders a ton of shit, and he opens it right there, and uh, so it'll show what he ordered versus what he got. And sometimes it's like decent and other times it's like okay this is like not exactly how they advertise so it's it's hit or miss you never know but he has so many videos this guy dude you should watch him (sighs) okay
2: now i don't want to call bullshit
1: Mm -hmm. i don't you always want to because of that one time when i called bullshit on that one and video on the plane
2: no but that's fair yeah (laughs) but what i'm saying is is i'm like Okay, so you ordered a PS5. First of all, shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's just say. But this guy's
1: like making they, content. They so didn't. They it. didn't send <laughs> you a brick. I'm no, it sorry. Was a, it was an empty box. Yeah. No. One well, he, one time it was an empty box. Other times though, he would get like a Switch knockoff that actually
2: like had the games and it worked the way it was supposed to. I'm so just you like never know. I, I just kind of feel like like. I'm not calling this guy a liar, but I'm saying I think some of these things, like, oh hey, I'm opening it as I ordered it. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. You could have opened it, took out the product, and then been like, "Look, there was nothing in there." or yeah, or whatever.
1: He, I mean, he orders from more than Timu. He also orders from Wish. I think Wish was actually the culprit on oh, that one. Dude, it might well, not have been w- Temu. Wish
2: sucks. Yeah. Like, dude, there was this guy at, when I was bartending, and he was like, "Dude," he's like, he showed me like the thing, and it was like, he's like, "Dude, this is like a." Uh, a shrink of, like a bow staff and mm-hmm. like you crack it open and then it extends and I was like bro it's gonna be like a keychain watch yeah. and he fucking came back like two weeks later three uh-huh. weeks later he was like and he showed it to me it was a fucking keychain I was really? like I go bro nobody was sending you a real life like Donatello fucking like you know for 364 extendable fucking bow staff <laughs> it wasn't happening I'm like like that's why I like wish but that's what I'm saying I wanna see how Timu does you uh huh and then we've we've ordered from there uh,
1: before and gotten things like we got those foaming hand wash things. You know, it's just like little
2: cheap like I know, dollar store. I want to know somebody who's told me that they've ordered clothes from there. Because that's yeah. the only thing I really want to order from them. Is, Even, uh, i I've, I feel like I've
1: gotten or like I've I seen like, people get clothes from Wish. And those are always like super thin, flat, yeah. like as like the flattest thing you could the like, way they package like, Here's it. my
2: thing. If I didn't have to download the app for Timu, mm-hmm. like if I could just go to their website and order something, yeah, I would be more inclined to do so oh, yeah. because the price of these like sleeveless hoodies that I was looking at, I'm like, they were like six, six, seven bucks a piece. I'm like, if I ordered three of those and it's 21 bucks and then maybe 10 to ship it or whatever, I'm like, if I'm out 30 bucks and mm-hmm. they're kind of like flimsy and shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to fucking download the app. I'm just like I don't know man Like I'm like Now I'm giving them access To my bank records and, Yeah I know, you know I'm just like... like
1: Take my info
2: But Hey If you've already ordered from them I'm hoping everything goes smooth and Hopefully they, they be... don't drain my account I'm hoping <laughs> not I'm hoping not Oh
1: shit We got some videos dude We have a bunch of videos dude Let's pull some up What do we got first Um, Oh yeah I got a video of this guy And he's running down a beach Like Baywatch
2: Kind of yeah. There. That, Look, that, sh- that show never would have made it if it wasn't for Pamela Anderson. No.
1: And then the movie had, uh, what's her name? The new movie with The Rock?
2: Alexandria Daddario. Daddario. Oh, yeah, dude. Hello. Um, oh, Veronica Vaughn. So sweet. Okay, I got this
1: video up. I'm trying to make it full screen.
2: and That's like when we watched The Rock talking shit to that guy. And he was like, uh, and he was joking with me. He's like, if you were one of the rocks movies, you'd be Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Nobody watched it. Here we go. Okay. So just just because I heard that theme song, uh-huh. do you know what that that song is from? That's uh
1: the carousel or something. What is it called? You're yeah. you're
2: thinking of you're you're thinking of Monty Python's Flying Circus, but that would be incorrect. It's Benny Hill
1: Benny Hill That's it
2: And he used to Let's have a sexy party And he would be chasing around All these like He was an uh, like, old oh, fat Like white like dude Like on Family Guy Yes Yes That's <laughs> exactly Yes Family Guy <laughs> took that from him Okay Oh yeah So this guy's running the beach Let's see Here we it. go
1: Shoddy camera work So these guys are chasing him And kicking him And he's running He's running There's a lot of people Oh, oh that elbow. guy punched him Why are they doing oh, sh- that
2: Wedgie Oh now that guy's Grab Punching him
1: They're they're like, dip, dip, dip. oh, he's, he's breaking fright. Oh, Whoa! He's run-
2: oh, there's oh, the, the cop. cops coming after him! Oh, he's, oh, got, he's his got his gun! gun. <laughs> oh shit! The <laughs> cop is too slow! He's lapping the cop! There's like five the guys people that are trying to trip the him. him. He must
1: have done some shit. Dude, what the fuck? Oh, oh look at that. that! Oh, that. Shit. flying kick! That guy just, yeah, he did a fucking spinning heel kick to the dome.
2: That guy hit him with sweet chin music right there at the end. That white kid watched WWE. Ended it. What the fuck? What did this guy do? I don't
1: know. I didn't. I didn't catch that. I just saw that. All right, we I want watch. to see that guy kick him again. Look hey, this guy. He does.
2: Dude, yeah. he hits him in the face. Sweet chin music oh, right yeah. there. Boom, Boom. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Damn, that guy. And now there's another cop. Dude, so this guy was being chased by the cops. People are trying to trip him. Oh, man, what the fuck did this guy do? Does it say in the Dude, comments? Dude, there's so many people. Like, There's probably like 30 people trying to tackle this fucking guy.
1: Let's see here. Uh, love how the guy who gave him a wedgie just walks away. Okay, that was good. Uh, I've never seen so many drop kick attempts At once in my life Let alone failed drop kicks. That's right there were a few The guy at the end got him though This is like the 45, 45th time You've tried to beat a level and keep dying So you think just fuck it I'll try and run the bastard Okay Okay. <laughs> that one dude who tripped the wrong dude I missed that
2: Yeah he, sl- he was a slide tackle and he tripped the only- the wrong guy How do none of them Know how to tackle a guy they
1: play for the Philadelphia Eagles, that's how. Ayo, love the big guy who crawls out of the ocean, lands a couple of weak whack a mole shots after dude's cut by Wedgie guy and ends up almost doing the splits. There's so much going on in this video. I didn't even Dude, there's so much. Feels like a whole damn GTA lobby chasing him. There's oh he's this guy says looks like there's an ankle bracelet on him.
2: There's a lot of NPCs in this. A lot. That one was good let's see what do we got um oh I got a prank I got oh, a prank dude. all right man please for the love of God don't tell me but please tell me that this is not another one of these ha ah, fire in the feet I got him fucking stupid pranks um
1: it's along those lines but it's God not as damn it. it's not as bad let's see here okay here we go I just want all these people to get punched in the dick this guy's at an ATM get your money! Guy comes up behind him and says, Gimme your money, gets him in the chokehold and takes him down. And these guys came to help. Oh it's a shit. Prank,
3: it's a prank, it's a prank. Just <laughs> Did he
1: kick him in the face or No, punch let's him? hit
2: let's hit that back, dude. Okay, I wanna yeah. see.
1: I hope this guy gets kicked I in the, heard face. the hit. It's a, prank, it a prank,
2: it's, a prank, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's a prank, yeah, yeah. So he
1: goes up behind the guy to ATM and goes like, Give me all your money.
2: And then he he tra- put he drops him down in a chokehold.
1: Yeah. That, that guy punched, punched him. It's a prank. Yeah.
3: Oh. It's a prank.
1: You all right? No, they're all just standing there. You
3: alright? Jesus.
2: Nice. Oh yes! Oh dude, he split that guy's fucking nose. He's, He's bleeding blood. like a sieve. It's just gone straight through. Did he Oh, you got the bone oh. sticking out of his nose? Oh, there's all kinds of blood all over the cr- dude. <laughs> What? That guy got fucked up. What an idiot, dude. Guess well, what? That's why you don't do fucking stupid prank videos like that.
1: Those kind of pranks are the, are the dumbest because you're, you're putting someone in a fight or flight type of situation. Well, first of all, back,
2: I think the guy who he he said, give me your money, I think was in on it. He might have been because it was someone else that came up. Yeah. And, and then somebody him. else came to up help and fucking punched him and pummeled him in his bitch ass face. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. I hope I look. I literally know. Guess what? Don't pull these fucking pranks when I'm in a, in a crowd because I will rock your fucking ass yeah. and I don't give a shit. Be the Cops guy throwing will, punches. Dude, I will punch you in your fucking face. Get out of here with that shit. It's not a prank. How is that funny? Pretending it's, to rob somebody while I'm standing right there and I'm supposed to be like, what yeah, are you? Pretending
1: to and, s- rob someone in a crowd where someone's obviously going to come try to help. And you're putting him in a chokehold. It's not even like you had a gun. People are very anxious to help uh, in situations like that.
2: Yes, you should. Yeah, that's
1: fine, but I, uh, did, I
2: would hope somebody would come help me if somebody fucking if came
1: up behind me, put me in a chokehold, try to steal my money. If you're trying to make that into a prank, you might catch, might catch them justice, hands, inadvertent justice. Now Here's this looks guy. like a convenience store. It's in a convenience store here. Whoa, well, there's a fire! fire
0: uh, stop! Stop!
1: It's an old guy with the hoodie. Stop!
0: I asked her nicely. I don't care. I asked
1: her nicely. He says, no problem, no. "Okay." It's a cop. It's like body cam footage. He's spraying. An extinguisher on the chip aisle he that wanted that on chips. fire
3: Sick.
1: oh there goes the homeless guy who started the fire he's and now the cops chasing like, him.
2: we didn't start the fire Stop. Stop. Oh, he's, he stopped Did he throw something at the cop he threw lighter fluid on me he threw lighter fluid lighter on hey, fluid oh shit do not, tase him,
0: spark it up.
1: do not tase him he says oh he's throwing lighter He's fluid. throwing lighter
2: fluid on these cops. Oh, oh
0: oh oh, <laughs>
2: oh shit the that cop co- the was the not cop having car it. The cop rammed
1: him and pushed him. <laughs> I mean, it just basically he hit him. He he was in front of the cop car. It was stopped, and he's like throwing lighter fluid on the on the cop. He gets in the car
2: and he and just drives over it. bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way! So this is Pyro setting shit on
1: fire in the store. Goes out, tries to throw lighter fluid on the cops outside and gets hit by a cop
2: car. Okay, Jeff. Yeah. So we got one more video. Okay. Now, as per our NFL picks, as per our NFL picks, you got to make our first TikTok video on the Mixtape Ambassadors TikTok page. And this gentleman is known as the Crazy Hillbilly. And now I'm changing the venue because I don't want you to get arrested at round one because there's lots of children at round one. There Mm are children at Walmart, but there's also people shopping. So watch this beautiful video, and this is what you're going to be doing.
3: Okay. Let's
1: see. So this
2: guy's dancing in a Walmart. Yes, he is. And he's wearing overalls, a cowboy hat, a fanny pack. He's a white boy, a big uh, mullet. Hillbilly.
1: Fucking TikTok volume, dude.
2: And uh, this guy's is the main of my existence. This guy's the crazy hillbilly is what this guy's known as. It and, won't let you rewind. We're and, just gonna uh, go for it. Look at this, you the this worm is what you want me to do? Yeah, baby. Oh, Shake it down, break it out. Laugh it, Can I wear overalls like that? Yes. The thing you have to wear, I don't I don't expect the cowboy. A fanny hat. Pack? The fanny pack is a must. Oh, okay. You don't even have to have the, the overall around the back like that? Yep. Laugh it, Dude, look
1: at this. I need to get a mullet wig and a cowboy yep. hat. Oh, I'm gonna crunch my nuts trying to do the worm.
0: Come on, train, come on, train. Here, hold on. Hey.
1: It's not gonna let you. I try. Oh, come on. It's pause or lower volume is the only thing it lets oh, you do. Oh, because
2: I wanted to get back to the beginning. Uh, it'll it'll replay right oh, now. Oh well, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, so there's just people walking the center. Oh, he's like grinding against yeah. the yogurt section.
2: That's, if your if that's your mama tagger, so, so I can tell like her I t- love her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, re- okay, redo.
1: redo. Let's start
2: over.
0: Let's get, loose, get low, don't be shy.
2: He's over by the creamer. Open it up. Oh, drop it like it's hot. Oh shit. Spin move. And Backing wait. it up. Now he had to flip around the fanny pack so he could do the worm. Now he's getting he's shaking the little ass, got a little apple.
1: Okay, I need to get overalls. Dude, I have to oh man. Where's the venue gonna be at? Walmart. Walmart? Dude, we do so many Walmart
2: videos and
1: watch them on here. I thought it was perfect. No, that's good. (laughs) Very fitting. I'm going in at one AM. Hey, whatever. As long as there's somebody there. I have to watch this over and over so I can get all these dance moves.
2: And you can and and you can, can add oh, a little so freestyle. This dude, uh, we don't have to watch too many more, but he 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 goes to all these Walmarts and does all these crazy videos that gets these reactions from people as he's fucking okay. just like freak nasty in so it all over. That's the one, huh? That's the one, man. Yes. I found it. I was like, ooh, this this is it. This is the good God. one. This right. is the good. All right. Okay. All right. So We're like at. I said, I don't expect you to have to go out and buy a cowboy hat. If you have overalls, that would be a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, fanny pack, though, is a must.
1: I'm going to hit up uh, Goodwill, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure can you can come find, up with.
2: find most of those things there. But yeah, so everybody, that when that video drops, we will let you know the debut, and you can mm. you can go and watch it. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Um, so there was a show, now, new to me, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thought it came out a few years ago, but uh, as I was re- as I binge watched the whole first season and half of the second season, uh, realized it came out in two thousand and ten. Okay. Uh, do you remember the first of all Punisher Thomas Jane? Um, the movie. Yes, with well, yeah. John Travolta and Thomas Jane was yeah. the Punisher. Okay, so Thomas Jane plays this guy. He's a former athlete, like he was really good in high school. And then he, athlete? he he gets drafted by in baseball, but he tears okay. a ligament, can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. So he gets married. He's got two kids. He's got two uh, a set of twins. They're teenagers now, and his wife leaves him for another guy. Mm-hmm. His house catches on fire. This all happens in Detroit, Michigan, by the way. So this is really cool. So this guy, his house is on fire. He Needs to rebuild his house so his kids' kids can come live with him again. Detroit man, houses house catches on fire. House catches <laughs> on fire. This guy. He's looking for some money, and his wife is like yelling at him. She's like, You know, when I married you, you had goals, ambitions, and you were hung. And he's like, And now? And she's like, You're just hung. So Mm. he's got a big dick. Okay. uh, And he likes to please women. So he gets this uh, harebrained scheme from this chick that he hooked up with once or twice. And she's like, You should charge. And so she becomes his pimp, and he becomes a gigolo. Good for him. Now, this girl does not know anything about being a pimp. Mm-hmm. So they kind of start off kind of slow. They don't really have a whole lot of clients. Uh, up into the second season, they end up having to team up with some girl she knows who's like knows a lot of really rich women. But the one thing I will say about this show is it is 30 minutes. Do you ever see the show Weeds? Uh, a few of them. I never got too into it. But. So basically, like, that's the same pacing. Although Weeds, I think each episode was like 45 minutes. These right. are only 30 minutes. So you can burn through these. Like There's only like eight or nine episodes in a season. Mm-hmm. So you can burn through them really quick. Um, I started watching it yesterday. As a matter of fact, watched a whole season and a half. Um, and it's a it's like a cool show, but it's like in Weeds... When she starts trying to sell drugs, like, she doesn't know. So then she goes and finds, like, real drug dealers to be like, so how do I be, how, how do I be a drug dealer kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And so, like, this girl's trying to be his pimp, and so she goes and meets a real pimp. She's like, so how do I become a pimp? How do I be a pimp? Like, well, how, how do I be a pimp? Um, and, like, you know, they just, it, it, it's, it's a fun show. Uh, but the one thing about it that I will say is, is, like, so out of, like, the girls that he sleeps with in this show, like, one of them is like an older lady you've seen in like other show other movies and stuff. Okay. But all these other girls I'm like there's no way these women pay for sex. Oh, like yeah. these are like dime pieces that this guy is fucking <laughs> hooking up with and I'm just kind of like really? So like these ultra hot chicks who could probably get most people they wanted they're like they're paying this guy 600 bucks to bone them. All right, maybe. I that doubt it. A Pot. That's some big ass dong uh but yeah it's <laughs> called uh show's called hung it's on hbo it's got three seasons so it was on for three seasons clearly if it was in hbo t- yeah okay uh so check it out dude it's a really fun show like it's funny his kids are quirky his ex-wife is Anne hesh this was before she died hmm. which i didn't know she died until after i looked it up Anne hesh which one was that let yeah. me see uh, she was the one who was dating ellen degeneres for a bit oh yeah She's dead at fifty three. She died like two years ago. Yeah. Oh, did she? In twenty twenty two. I don't know what she died from. She was 50, 53 fifty-eight? Fifty eight, I think. Oh, I put Anne Heh.
1: Yeah, Anne Hesh. Oh, there she is. Um uh, but yeah, she plays oh, his I wife. Thinking, I was thinking the one that she was she Anne Hesh was married to the woman who's married to Ellen now, right? I thought she was married to Ellen, no? Anne Hesh was married to Ellen? I I almost positive. No, I, she, it I, was. That could be wrong. But but Ellen done. was married to. She was in that plane movie with. Uh, that's
2: Anne Hesh with Harrison Ford. Six Harrison. days, seven nights. Isn't it? Yeah, but hold on. Let just me just look it up. I'm. I'm pretty sure. Anywho,
1: Portia de Rossi. That's what I'm thinking. What? No. That Portia de Rossi is Ellen's current wife. Current wife. Okay. But Anne Hesh, I think, was married to Hesh. She was with Ellen. I'm oh, almost. Oh, was Anne Hesh was with Ellen? I thought I, she was I'm with. Pretty sure.
2: Let's oh, wait, Google. Let's, we'll tell let's, us. Okay,
1: let's see. Um, Anne Hesh married to <gasps> let's see Coleman LaFoon. Hesh said our other relationships could have been with men. After the split, Hesh began dating Cameron. Oh wait! Oh wait! So Anne Hesh, Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, so they they might not have been married, but they were dating.
1: We found the link. We are here live on the Mixtape Ambassadors podcast, everyone. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. We're doing some hardcore detective work live for you.
2: All right. I made a a joke earlier about the Transformer. Kind of like the Transporter. Jason Statham. So I went and watched his new movie that dropped called Mm. The Beekeeper. Okay. Now. Classic. Do you uh, like uh, John Wick? Yeah. Can I interest you in some John Wick? Okay. Okay. Check this fucking movie out. Okay. So, basically Jason Statham plays this guy who, uh, his neighbor is uh, Felicia Rashad from Cosby Show. Okay, yeah. And uh, so... Huxtable? Huxtable, yeah. Okay. And so she, uh, she's his neighbor and she's like subletting her barn so that he can uh, raise his bees and get honey. And... She but it's su- called beekeeper. Yeah. He doesn't do bees? Yeah, bees and honey. He's, oh. he's a beekeeper. Oh, I thought um, it was like, okay. But it's a double meaning. So he does keep bees, mm-hmm. does do honey. But so she has her own money. She's elderly. Her daughter had to set up her laptop. And she also Boomer. runs She also runs a charity for kids in which she manages an account that has like over $2 million in it. Okay. And all of a sudden she's doing paying some bills online and... Uh, she gets an alert and it says, your, you know, your account has been you know stolen or whatever, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, call this number. Mm-hmm. And it's a, these group of fucking people who then get her to agree to log into her stuff and give them access so that they can clear everything and get everything back to normal. Ah, uh, the classic. And then they bleed all of her money out. Okay. Uh, so she, this is in the trailer, by the way, so it's not really a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. She kills herself. Oh, fuck. And so Jason Statham is like pissed. Her daughter is an FBI agent, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, what the fuck happened, blah, blah, blah. And they can't, fit the, there's, there's no fingerprints, there's no nothing, they can't find anything out about Jason Statham because the beekeeper is not just, like, he keeps bees. They were a government agency, and their job was to protect the hive. They were free of any other government control. -hmm. And their job was just whatever is best for the country, whatever's best for the hive. And so Jason Statham basically is pissed off that these people stole all of her money and they're preying on the elderly. So he goes and like find is tracking. He's following the money. As to where it leads, mm-hmm. he goes to this one place, fucks these people up, and finds out, oh, this person's involved. Good. Now I'm going to go fuck this guy up. Oh, that person's good. Now I'm going to go fuck them up. Mm-hmm. And just chases this shit up He's the just ladder. He's beating up
1: a bunch of hacker nerds? And
2: no, a lot of these people, like, because then what happens is, is the hacker nerds are like, I need protection. So they start hiring, like, Delta Six. Jeremy Irons is in this movie. He's a former mm-hmm. ex CIA guy, and okay. he works for the main bad guy, who's Josh Hutchinson. And he basically, he's, he's in a room with all these guys and he's like, you know, this is what this guy looks like. Uh, his name He's a beekeeper. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, and he's like, well, you're Delta Six, you're SEAL Team Six, you're this and that. He goes, compared to this guy, you guys are all a bunch of fucking pussies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he would kill all of you. My only hope is there's enough of you that you can gang up and kill him before he kills all of you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm hiring you, but I know that most of you will die. Because Hmm. this guy is that much of a fucking badass and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, And so Jason Statham, just Jason Statham's his way through this movie. He uses weapons. He uses fucking bombs, explosives, and hand-to-hand whoop that ass bat. He is a fucking OG in this movie. Mm. So if you like John Wick and you're like, I want to see 100 bodies drop, he probably kills about 100 people in this movie. Nice. Um, and meanwhile, the FBI is after him. The CIA is after him. Secret services after him. everybody is after Jason Statham. But nobody can stop him because he's the fucking beekeeper. I'm the beekeeper. I keep the bees. So oh, is it a I metaphor? Protect the hive. Is it a metaphor? And it's true. It's like it's it's double. He really does like.
1: But like keeping the hive is that like crucial that, to like the country's success? Yes. Yes. Why Basically, with just people, you
2: know, and like so like that when when they feel that something is negatively affecting the country or the people as a whole, the hive, they must protect the hive. Okay, So that's the so job like of the beekeeper. But, like- but he's fucking retired. So even the beekeeper who has his job now is after him trying to kill him because he's going off the reservation. He's gone rogue. He's supposed to be retired and he's just keeping bees. Like he did. They, they all know how to keep bees and like, did you know that honey is an accelerant? No. And you know how sticky honey is? So mm-hmm. if you threw honey on somebody and then lit their bitch ass on fire, they're not getting it off. Because mm-hmm. honey sticks. Is it flammable? Yes. Honey is flammable? I never knew that. I never knew that either.
1: Gosh, I want to set someone on fire now. Don't. But. Yes.
2: I was working with Kevin. Mm-hmm. We had him on last week. And we went to go pick up a rug from a customer's house.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, they were watching the, the morning news, mm-hmm. as you do. And uh, they came across on this morning news a news story of a product that they were like, this is fucking crazy. I, I-, I did not believe it was real. I had to Google it when we got in the truck. Mm-hmm. Hidden Valley Ranch Lip Balm. Hmm. It's a thing. So it comes in a pack. Mm-hmm. You get a ranch lip balm. You oh. get a buffalo whip lip balm. Oh. You get a celery lip balm and a carrot lip balm. Now- Old carrot lips. You may ask yourself. Salad mouth. You know, I really, really love ranch dressing, and when I'm kissing my girl, man, do I want her to have some ranch dressing lips. Who the fuck is this product for? And you know what? I thought it was going to be from some, like, crazy, like, Chinese company. Burt's Bees, baby. Burt's Bees. Good old Burt's Bees.
1: I pulled it up right here. Look at that shit. It looks like a a pack of, like, the ranch, like... Like the Hidden Valley Ranch. Yeah, you buy, like, a box of the, like, powder. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Guess yeah. what? Right cool now, ranch. at Burt'sBees.com. Wait, did they
1: have Cool Ranch?
2: Sold out, baby.
1: Ranch flavored lip balm was an April Fool's joke, but now it's sold out. Oh, wow. So they, they must be seeing the memes and they are like, let's do it. Let's do Creative, it. Creative, make it happen. Uh, for your ranch loving lips only. Wow. What are my thoughts on this? Um, I don't think that it tastes good. They have like weird. I mean, they have like lip balm like flavors or whatever. Like you go to the store and they
2: have like so, the, uh, strawberry and cherry and so you know, whatever. I decided to put in crazy lip balm flavors. Okay. Mm. Here is some Mountain Dew. Oh yeah, I've seen that Four one. Four flavor of Mountain Dew lip balm. That that makes sense. Uh, we've got Coke and Sprite lip balm. It's called uh, you get uh, yeah, co- I can see. Coke flavored lip smacker. Arizona Ice Tea has thrown their hat in the lip balm game. Oh,
1: they have bacon and dill pickle flavored.
2: Ooh, uh, Hershey's has <laughs> got you got a Reese's peanut butter cup. You got a that's Whopper, nice. Twizzlers, oh, yeah. uh, Icebreakers, York peppermint patty. Uh, yeah, those make sense. Those. Ooh, here's a lip balm that everyone needs. Cup of noodle lip balm.
1: I don't know. I don't know about that you one. You think
2: that's gone too far?
1: I feel like that's like that's just over the line. Not that far.
2: Here we go. Breakfast flavored lip balm. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cocoa Puffs, uh-huh. Trix, uh Cheerios. Cheerios doesn't even have a flavor. Oh, yeah. What? Um, dude, what the fuck? There's is this going- one. It's a hot sauce flavored.
1: Yeah, because that's a... Oh. <laughs> hot sauce flavored lip, it's You it's going to burn your lips.
2: <laughs> we should get this one. It's these Nuts. Oh, man. Lip balm. I want two. Honey almond flavor. There's uh, bacon balm. Uh, uh- Salted caramel, Doritos, nacho cheese, okay, lip balm, keychain. Yeah.
1: They have Jolly Ranchers, dude. What? Oh, Cheetos. Just Jolly we got a
2: Cheetos one that's on a keychain. Yeah, because that's fucking necessary. Dude, what the fuck is the matter with people? I
1: mean, I get like the fruity and like the minty flavored ones, but like when you start getting like hamburger flavored or like ranch, that's not. That's like things that are like. Um, that affect the senses in a in like a, a rude way like 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 tangy or zesty or spicy. Um, no, sour is like as far as I'll go. But that's weird, man. Uh, yeah, like your girl puts on some ranch lip balm. She's like, give me a big old kiss, and you're like, Ugh.
2: how long ago did you? What if put you're that? eating
1: wings though? Hey
2: babe, kiss me. I got. I just
1: had a wing. Yeah, I ran out of ranch. I don't want to go get one for one wing. <laughs> <laughs> slip a little bit of your, your yeah, chapstick but, but, on but, this but wing you, But here. you
2: don't want that buffalo lip balm on there if you're getting, you know, se- sexy time. Oh, yeah, dude. You get buffalo balls. Buffalo balls. Ayo. Ayo.
1: Uh, I started watching The Sopranos. Dude. On recommendation from you. And uh, I got to the second episode. And uh, I must say, it's fun. I like it. He, you know, he, Tony Soprano... He's like running the mafia, and uh, he had a panic attack because he's got a lot of stuff going on, you know, and um, between his mom and his work and his kids and everything, and he he wants the best for everybody, but he's also conducting business, so you know, and there's there's a there's a code, there there appears to be like a code of ethics that used to be in the mafia that it, they're worried is kind of going away, and it's that uh, people never flip. But now people are getting, like, book deals and movie deals if they flip and tell their whole story about the mafia. And he's not into that. He doesn't like that. Um, You know, he's very respectful. You know, um, the the people who answer to who answers with no, you know, qualms. And when they don't, they get dealt with. And if someone, like, slightly fucks them over, like, they're going to get their ass beat by some Italian wrench throwing thugs you know like uh, I think it was in the second episode the kids principal got their car stolen
2: yep oh it was his science teacher a science teacher yeah. yeah cause Tony looks at him and he goes what are you getting in science I'm getting a D alright I'll look into it
1: yeah and then uh, he has his guys go track down who did it and then his uncle pussy yeah. Pussy Bompicero. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with Little Pussy. With little,
2: little Pussy. Yeah, you think anyone will let pussy it, anyone
1: fuck with my pussy?
2: <laughs> Big Pussy? My Pussy? Yeah. Because uh, his, his Uncle Junior wants to whack Little Pussy, Pussy Malenga, yep. at, his, at his buddy Artie Bucco's restaurant, yeah. Vesuvio. And
1: that would look really bad because then people won't want to go to that restaurant. And so how does he figure this issue out? Uh, he puts a firebomb in the oven and blows the place up and burns it down and then he gets to collect the insurance. Meanwhile, this guy's like bummed out because he's like, that was my whole life. He's like, yeah, you get the insurance money. But he, I mean, I get it. He's kind of right but also, I, I don't, there's probably no way to talk uh, his uncle out of no killing that guy there. You will find
2: the longer you get into that show, you will find how attached to the characters and like how long they're in the show, or not a lo- lot long in the show. Like mm-hmm. uh, every season, new, more and more people get introduced, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the same standbys are there. Uncle June, he's in it for, uh, I think, almost the whole thing, if not the whole thing. Um, you know, you got his mom, his wife, his kids, and you watch them grow up. AJ, Anthony Jr., uh, Meadow. Who are the two gangster guys? It was
1: the one guy, Joey, Joey Diaz. Is that him? No, or he, it's he, he, not him. No, but that, it's that's the other that's guy that big like. pussy
2: Bompasero. It's yeah. the other guy. He's the guy who's uh, in uh, he's been in a bunch of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And great. but then the
1: other guy that's with him that has like the the silver like slick back hair and he's yeah. all he's all at They're they're appropriating all of our Italian at a Starbucks. Yeah, that's or
2: fucking that's uh, a that, that's uh Paulie Walnuts. Okay, Paul Paulie. Lee. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy he said just what I thought I was out, they pulled me back yeah. in. That's Silvio Dante. Okay, yeah, those three guys seem to be like the three hitmen. Like Tony and then,
1: sopranos like Oh, it, and then the the younger guy. Chris,
2: Christopher, his nephew.
1: Yeah, and then he has a friend which I don't know if he's going to last Yeah. cuz he oh, he just shot uh the
2: guy. He well, who's it, Chris? Christopher okay. and then his buddy uh, I oh god, what the fuck is this buddy's name? He's a fucking douchebox. Yeah, he's so a he, meth addict. Yeah, he, and that's
1: why Tony doesn't want to work with him. He tell he tells him, Chris tells him, like, I don't want to hit this truck because we hit that guy's truck and it was owned Uncle by Uncle Junior. The, it was owned by Uncle Junior. We had to pay him restitution. Uh, let's not do this. And the guy just goes, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go." And he gets these two dumbasses, and they they, they drop the gun and shoot the the driver,
2: and then now it's a whole fucking mess. So. Christopher Maltesanti is Tony's nephew. He, he's, uh, he's a little arrogant. A little he, does, yeah. he, he doesn't know his place. No, he yeah. doesn't. And uh-huh. he runs his fucking mouth. And he thinks everything should be given to him right away. You'll find out how these characters evolve and how things, how things go. But what I will say is, so wait until you're done with the whole show. Mm-hmm. Then watch the movie, The Many Saints of Newark, which just came out last year. Yeah. Uh... James Gandolfini's son, because James Gandolfini, we all know, is, is dead. Oh, is he? Yeah, he died okay. uh, of a heart attack when he was in Italy, actually. Um, and his son, who looks a lot like him, mm-hmm. uh, he plays young Tony Soprano yeah, when he like was a in prequel, high school, right? And, and the movie in that, uh, in that movie, The Many Saints in Newark, it focuses on Dickie Maltasanti, who is Christopher's father. Okay. And Is Christop- he in the show? No, he's already dead. Okay. Dickie. Looked out for Tony. And so Tony looks out for Christopher. Mm -hmm. And he really loves Christopher. He loves Christopher like a son. Mm -hmm. I won't get into how these whole dynamics go, but just watch the whole first season and tell me you're not hooked on the characters. And I will tell you that the first season is a good opener. I would say from season one to season five or six, it's just like a straight fucking like it just gets better and better and better and better and better and better. Mm-hmm. I will say towards the end, it kinda like they let it's kinda like a Game of Thrones, how everybody was pissed about the final season. Yeah. It's along those lines. Uh-huh. But I can't wait. It's fucking worth it. It's so worth it. Like I'm rewatching it right now. I'm on season three.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh towards the end. Uh but you start to get different characters. Like in season two, you get a guy named Richie April. Uh, He was a guy who was in prison. He comes out. Season three is where you get uh, Joe Pantoliano. He fucking plays Ralphie. Mm. And he's a mobster that comes in. Uh, All the fucking... You start getting the guys from New York, Johnny Sack. uh, And you just... I'm telling you, it's it's a fucking great show.
1: So right now, I think what they do is they're in the sanitation business, where waste management business, yeah, yeah, and fine, uh, back at work. They're they got they got some thing they're 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 laundering money with through like like, you know, pick waste management. And so, I think what they're doing though is they're trying to grow and get into the HMO business where they have a guy that owes them money and they're. And they're like, just write fake, fake, uh, you know, HMO uh claims, claims that you are can just pay off to an insurance company, and we'll make companies, and you just give us funnel the money to us. So I think that's gonna, because that seems like a smart idea. So, like, as far as like where they're concerned, not for me, but if I was
2: a mobster, you will see okay. many different like avenues that they find okay. a way into. So this is just one of many. This is that they diversify their bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, And Tony Soprano is, he's lovable and hateable at the same time. Because Mm -hmm. you can't really figure out, like, this guy does some wickedly vile shit. Mm -hmm. But he's also just doing stuff for his family. Like, where do you draw the line? Like, it's, he's a villain and a hero in the same story. Mm. Um, And uh, just let me know what you think as you keep watching it. because He's a made man, right? Yeah, he's, so... Basically, where you're at, Mm -hmm. there is, he's a captain, Mm -hmm. basically. So there's a a whole list of other captains who I won't even get into, but right now the the main boss is uh, um, Jackie Mm Aprile. Basically, when he had a sit-down... With his uncle Junior mm-hmm. about some about something, and then there was a guy who's basically like mediating. He's like, "You Sopranos, you're yeah, always fighting." He, that guy's cancer. That, yeah, that's Jackie Aprile. Okay, so Jackie is the acting boss because the guy who was the boss is in prison. Okay, they never really talk about that guy. All right, never really mention it. They mention his name briefly, but Jackie is the acting boss, <laughs> uh, and then Uncle June is 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 a, is a captain. Tony's a captain, and then there's like, you know, a group of other captains. So, Silvio Dante, Pauly Walnuts, and Christopher. Christopher's totally new to the game, but Pauly Walnuts and Silvio and Big Pussy, Mm -hmm. they're all, they work under Tony. Yeah. Like, they're his guys. Uh, And everybody has their own little crew Mm -hmm. and shit. And it, dude, it, to me, like, it's one of the most. It's one of the best like mafia movie or shows hmm. that was ever produced. Um, like I said, something I like, you've heard about it. Everybody bitched about the ending. I get it. When I get there, I'll probably be pissed again. But like the ride there, like we used to go over to my buddy James's house because none of us had HBO. His mom had HBO. Mm-hmm. She would cook a Sunday dinner just like Italians do, you know, have a Sunday dinner and she'd get bottles of wine. And we would eat fucking like, you know, like Italian meals, have wine and all watch The Sopranos no every shit. week. Oh, that's awesome. Like it was. So we did this for seven fucking years. Really? Like because this was a seven year show. Cause like, they And you did it every week? Every Sunday we'd go over to his oh, house, shit. man. And she we did would,
1: something like that with Lost back in the day. We'd all come over and watch there was like eight of us watching it all together.
2: And, and and you know, and then like after each episode we'd all like, Oh my God, so what do you think how what do you think's gonna happen now? Like now that this happened, like where's this gonna go? And is this okay. and this? Like it, it it's like a, it's a really good show. And okay. it like I said, it's fucking just steadily gets better and better. The different characters, like Tony goes to Italy in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, then he brings over a guy to work for him named Furio. He's one of my favorite characters in all of okay. the, the fucking show. Furio. Um, dude, Steve Buscemi's in this show eventually. Um, lots of really big actors. Robert Patrick is in this. Who's Robert Patrick? The Liquid Terminator. Oh, okay. Um, is he Italian? No. Okay. Um, but... Like, just the the like the number of people who keep, like, popping up in this show. Like, it was one of those things where it was like, oh, dude, I really want to get attached to The Sopranos. Like, it's a, it's a springboard. Edie Falco, his wife, Carmella, she got Nurse Jackie after that show was over. Uh, she's gotten a couple of big gigs. So a lot of these people and, like, went on to other... Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. and, and James Gandolfini, I think, would have, like, his star was only rising... Uh, but you know he had a heart attack and he died and his mm. son, and his his poor son was with him and was only like a teenager when his son when his, da- oh, his dad damn. died but now like watch i'll look up uh, James Gandolfini's son mm-hmm. and uh tell me this like this kid doesn't look a lot like his dad
1: uh, come on i remember reading that though when that movie came out they're saying that his son looks a lot like him just like it reminds me of like when uh straight out of Compton came up and came out in um um Ice Cube's son, who looks exactly like him, played him. That's like, yeah, it was good, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanna, I'm eager to see what happens with uh, Chris and his buddy uh, when they, because they get, they're gonna have to return those suits, and and he said you got to go bring
2: them to him, and that's like the worst. So that's his son on the set of Many Saints of Newark as a high as a teenage Tony Soprano. Yeah, I could see him being a young. Soprano. Um, like here he is again. Like he's got the same nose and the same Hey, what are you doing? Hey, yo, hey. Uh, you know, I work in the, wa- the waste management business. Um But yeah, which is which is crazy and then this is what he looks like now. He's he's much thinner than his dad was, but uh so he's the, the, oh. this is the 25th anniversary of the Sopranos. Yeah, this year. This shit came out in like and, 2000 99, uh, 2000 yeah. something like that. So, uh this uh This year they did like a 25th thing, and uh, David Chase, who's the guy who created the show, basically said, like, The Sopranos, like, when that ended, was like the death of decent television. Like, Mm. where people really took their time and made great shows. And I don't really necessarily agree with that, but I get where he's coming from. HBO is pretty consistent with good shows, though. Usually yeah I've I've never seen I'm gonna start watching this one eventually but I gotta like get in the right mind frame but Boardwalk Empire came out Mm -hmm. after The Sopranos and it's like a 1920s Atlantic City gangster show and it's starring Steve Buscemi I remember that but I don't think I ever watched it was that on Is it was was on HBO and it's got like five seasons I I, I tried to watch it one night but I wasn't really like in the headspace and I was just kind of like eh I don't know
1: yeah, we finished Parks and Rec and we went right into the boys. Got like halfway through the first season and then just shifted over to The Sopranos.
2: Dude, I'm telling you, The Sopranos is where it's at. It, I promise you it only gets better. Mm-hmm. Like the first couple episodes are just kind of wet the whistle, get you involved, get you known a little bit here. And right. then like as the season progresses, it's... It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good show.
1: Yeah, it's a very volatile relationship between him and his wife, and he's like got a new therapist that he got kind of got angry at
2: at and the you, end and there. Yeah, and you know where she's from, Goodfellas. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I forget. Uh, Lorraine Bracco is her name. She was uh, the wife in Goodfellas. And she then was married to Ray Liotta. There's a there's a scene where,
1: um, like, she's at a restaurant with her husband. And he's like tearing the host a new asshole because they're they they do not have any tables for him and then tony soprano walks in goes right to his table and then like points like hey set their table up they come right up to him oh your table is being set up right now and he's just like whoa he knows who he is
2: she does too but she has like but, a professional she can't tell people that that's her client yeah. uh tony soprano um like i said just great show the the development of all the characters: Christopher, Big Pussy, Silvio, Pauly Walnuts is one of my favorites too because he's like, hey, Tom, do you hear what I told him? I told him, yeah. Tell your mother I fucked her in the ass, like, yeah. <laughs> like right Paul, after he says it, yeah. And he's like, hey, Sil, did you hear what I told him? I told him, tell your mother to get my cock out of her ass, like you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just Pauly's a dick and <clears throat> Pauly like it's it's, it's like a like a list you know like this guy hates this guy this guy hates this guy like shit runs downhill kind of and Paulie fucking hates Christopher because he's the golden child Tony like you know oh hey it's Christopher Mm -hmm. you know and Paulie's been busting his ass working you know for fucking decades with Tony and and even before Tony and shit I think Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's a really cool show so yeah definitely finish that before you watch Many Saints in Newark because there'll be characters that you can like see I mean, oh shit so that's tied to this okay. whereas before if you watch it now you'd just be like okay. miss all the references yeah, yeah yeah, it's really good though right on well oh uh, this Saturday January the 27th 7pm Moto Sonora mm-hmm. I am on a lineup this lineup is killer my friends Lynn D uh, Gay Rose, Elvaro. Uh, uh, I've got uh, Ernie, er, Ernie, um, Celia, uh, Selena, uh me, R- the real rich Gary, Dom, uh, friend of the po- friends of the podcast, Tony Brune, Dom Detola, oh, and shit. headlining this motherfucker is cri- the great super uber talented Christine Levine. Oh, nice! It's is that a one you were telling me about. Free show. Over at Moto Sonora, 7 p.m. Saturday. Get your ass down there. Drink some great micro-brews and listen this to this Saturday. I got to work. Absolutely monster night of comedy. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you were paying 20 bucks for this show, it would be absolutely worth it. Yeah. We're giving it to you for free, baby. Beautiful. Hosted by uh, the great Stacy Schiff. Uh, we'll see you out there Saturday night. Hell yeah. Well, good luck, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Kill it. And, uh. What do you think? I think that uh, it's been a great episode. I uh, yeah. Sorry I missed, we missed you guys a week, but uh, we're back, we, baby. We're we're back, baby. We got it, the juice, and uh, we will see you on the flippity.